What's up everybody? Good morning and it is day 19 of the Spiritual Stamina Challenge. I'm out here trying to uh, fix my truck there as you can see. Taking a little break here to post this video. Um, I hope you guys have all been blessed and encouraged so far by these challenges. Um, if you're just joining in and if you're checking this out, uh, the whole purpose of this is to just strengthen our walk with Christ and to exercise our faith essentially. My hope is to show you that it's not about the quantity of time spent, um, but it's about the quality of time invested. Just like you don't have to spend hours in the gym to be fit or to be healthy you don't need to spend hours studying scripture to hear from God and to have a good healthy spiritual life all right um, if you'd like to ever go back to re-listen to a teaching or a challenge that you missed or if you want to catch up in, on one that um, or or just refresh your mind there you can find them um, by searching the iTunes store for spiritual stamina or you can also find that on Google Play music all right we have a podcast up it has the first nine teachings later today I'm gonna release the four of the simple gospel cycle there um, so there will be a total of 13 teachings on that podcast by the end of the day but let's recap real quick all right we're now in a cycle called fan the flame we're talking about taking what God's given us and we're fanning that flame so that we would just have this passion and this fire for Christ and that other Others would see, others would notice. Um, yesterday you were to read 2 Timothy chapter 1 verses 6 through 14 and Romans chapter 1 verses 15 through 17. First off, I asked you to notice what gifts Paul said that he has there and just notice that he's putting into practice what he has there. Paul says that he um, is a preacher, an apostle, and he's a teacher. And we see him using his gifts there in the, these chapters to reach others and to tell them about the gospel. Um, Paul says in these chapters, both of them, he says, don't be ashamed. Or he says in Romans that I am unashamed. And what he's saying is he's not ashamed of the gospel. He says, don't be ashamed of your faith in Jesus Christ. Rather, go out and tell people about it. Now, he understands that Jesus was not ashamed to carry his sin and die for him on the cross. So why would he be ashamed to live for Jesus, right? So yesterday's challenge was to post a verse or something spiritually encouraging on social media. Hopefully you got that done. Again, these are just baby steps into getting us um, to the point where we can share our faith with someone face to face. If we can't share our faith on social media on a one-way communication, how are we going to do it in a two-way communication when we come face to face? Um, if you didn't finish that challenge, go ahead and do that today. Take a step of faith, take a step of boldness, and be unashamed for Christ and just share that um, on your social media and see what happens there. And even if nothing happens, um, at least you took that step, and God will honor that. Um, but take a step of boldness and go out um, sharing something for Christ there. But let's move on to today's challenge, and I'm calling today's challenge, What Remains? All right, This is a teaching that I did a while back with the ministry that I lead, and it was such an encouraging, rebuking, and challenging message and passage for me. But when we are looking to get stronger and we're seeking to get um, better and be a more effective witness for Christ, we need to be challenged. We need verses like this. We need passages like this. So let's take a look at today's. All right, first off, I want you to pray. Remember, we pray with purpose. Pray that God would reveal to you areas in your life um, that you're currently neglecting that God is calling you to. Pray that God would stir your heart up in a specific way, either to get to work on those areas that you're neglecting, or maybe um, pray that God would reveal areas in which you're wasting your time, and that God would stir up your heart to stop wasting time on these things, right? Second off, I want you to read. Remember, we read with expectation to hear from God, to get instruction from Him, so that we can then apply it to our lives, and an application is where the change happens, right? So I want you to read Titus chapter 1, the whole thing, all right? Read it a few times through, um, but then I want you to Focus in on verse 4 
and 5, all right? Focus in on verses 4 and 5. Paul says that this is why I left you in Crete to put for you to put what remained into order. And I'm going to let my teaching side out a little bit here today and I'm going to give you kind of the answers and the backdrop here. But notice that that Paul is writing Titus and he's writing Titus telling him that he needs to put what remains into order, meaning that he needs to take what he has and do something with it. Meaning don't look for new stuff to add to your plate. Meaning stop wasting time on vain pursuits and get to work. All right? So Paul's just saying, "Hey, take what you have, what God has given you. Don't seek more. Don't worry about anything else. Just take what you have and put it into order there. Um, And look at verses 10 and 11 in Titus chapter 1. That's the reason why Paul is saying, hey, you need to take what remains and put these things into order. And I'll let you do that uh, homework and research yourself, all right? Remember, 10 and 11, you're going to see the reason why, and it's very important. Um, But thirdly, application for today. Remember, application is where the change happens. We apply it because we believe it, and um, application is what sets us apart from the world. All right, That's what takes it from being head knowledge to actually being a life-changing thing that we do. So your application today is to look at your life, think and pray about what God is calling you to do, and realize this, that he may be calling you and preparing you for some awesome task on down the road in two or three years, maybe five years, whatever. But where does God have you right now that's my question all right I'll never forget when I was in a counseling session all right and I did counseling for a while not me giving counsel but getting counsel all right for drug and alcohol abuse Um, but I'll never forget I told my counselor that I wanted to do great things I wanted to be used by God right but the problem was I didn't think I was good enough or smart enough to be used at that point and at that point I had just recently quit doing drugs and and alcohol right but what my counselor told me is something that changed my perspective forever and he said God wants to use you today sounds like a basic principle right but I didn't understand it. I didn't believe it I thought that I needed to be better I needed to learn more I needed to have some uh, a good track record as far as how long I've been walking with the Lord right but he basically told me that you have goals and dreams and that's great he said but where are you at today right now and he said that's where God wants to start and that day I kid you not, there was a Christian outreach event called the Whosoever's, and they were at my church, right? So uh, I thought, who could I invite to this, all right? If God wants to use me today, maybe he wants to use me in this event, and how could I encourage someone, all right? So I reach out to one of my best friends who was not a Christian at that time, and I said, hey, you want to come to this concert with me? And he decided to come. And what happened that night just blew my mind, still blows my mind today, and the preacher gave an altar call for those who wanted to receive Christ for the first time, put their faith in Christ. And then he also said that for those who wanted to come back to Jesus, those who wanted to repent. And without thinking, without asking, without anything, me and my friend stood up at the same time to respond to the same altar call. Him for the first time coming to the Lord, me to come back to the Lord and repent. Um, And it was just amazing. It was just the simple fact that God wanted to use me that day. And if I hadn't believed it, if my counselor hadn't encouraged me to do something there, maybe that moment wouldn't have happened but it it was amazing and um, that friend to this day one of my best friends he's still following the Lord strongly and it's awesome and I don't want to try and say that that was me or my doing but what I want to say is that the Lord had something for me to do and the Lord has something for each of us to do today we might have goals and dreams on down the future but Jesus says that tomorrow's got enough problems of its own just focus on today God's calling us to put things into order in our life today so my question for you is your application is 
what can you put into order today? What have you been neglecting? Maybe God's calling you to go to school. You know, have you made an appointment with an advisor? You know, maybe God's calling you to reach out to a friend. Have you sent them a text or a phone call? Give them a phone call, right? Either way, seek to take what you have and make use of it for God's glory today. Take what remains, put it into order, right? Take what you have and use it. Do something with it. It might not be much, just like I didn't have much, but I did what I could and God blessed it. And I can assure you, um, whatever it is that you have, whether it's small or great, I can assure you it's enough to make an impact for the glory of God. So thanks for watching today. If you've been blessed or challenged by this, please take a second, share this on social media to help spread the word and help encourage and challenge others to take what they have and what remains and put it into order for the glory of God. Remember guys, nothing will change if you don't change what you do. So seek to put things into order today to actually do something about it. All right. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. God bless.